0: You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Rabuchi. For anyone listening out there not having a good day, please know there is help out there. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Agile Ideas. I'm Fatima, CEO at Agile Management Office, Mental Health Ambassador, and your host. This podcast is made possible thanks to Agile Management Office. We help businesses in three key ways, improving organizational culture and delivery, supporting transformation and change, and streamlining governance and processes using 20 years of proven practice and the AMO way model. In today's episode, I am going to be talking to you about why you are more agile than you think. So let's face it, organizations around the world are experiencing a rise in the desirability of going agile, being agile, doing agile. And as such, it has people like asking the question of how they can be more agile. And interestingly, people often assume that we need to overhaul everything about ourselves in order to adapt to this concept of agile. But What I want to say is that you would be surprised how agile you actually are. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about why you are more agile than you think, why uh, why your current role has transferable skills for an agile environment, and how to be agile, as well as some tips on how not to be agile. So let's get straight into it. So starting with the fundamentals, Agile is defined in earlier podcast episodes. So I'm not going to spend time explaining what Agile-based methodologies are. But what I will say is how important it is to be Agile. Now, when we think about Agile, it's about shifting into this new way of working which has been more evolved for some organizations and is starting to evolve for others, but it enables us to focus on not just a complete shift in our behavior, but also the fundamentals around the way that our teams collaborate and deliver and ultimately shift in our roles day to day. It sounds really daunting and in many ways it is. An Agile transformation is not a cup of tea. It is not simple by any means and it can be done very, very poorly, but it can also be done reasonably well. Sometimes when you hear about the concepts of Agile, you may think it's like hitting the delete button on everything you've ever been and everything you've ever done to meet the demands of this thing called Agile. And it really isn't about that. If you think about it, I I tend to tell people, believe it or not, that they are more agile than they think. And so I really wanted to elaborate a little bit more about how you can use your existing skills or role in a more agile environment. Simply put, I just think that many people have not been shown how their skills already, uh, that they already possess are actually can, are actually valid and can apply in an agile environment and what those roles might be. And the reason for this is a lot of agile transformations tend to start with a whole host of role changes. Role changes, structure changes, job descriptions. And I'll be honest, many of them, not all of them, but many of them are just new names for the same roles. For example, you hear the concept of a journey analyst, which is effectively a business analyst with the change lens, and and there are many others as well. But that was just one of the ones that's more common. So when you think about your role today, whether you're a project manager, a business analyst, a project coordinator, a developer, a tester, etc., 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 you are able to utilize those skills in an agile environment. For example, whether you're a developer, a tester, a UI/UX designer, or otherwise, the transition for you may be less inconspicuous as the actual delivery methods that you're probably used to are similar, but the primary difference here may be that the whole development life cycle is compressed into two-week sprints, perhaps, and maybe you have more limited and defined goals over an iteration, which is a group of sprints. The ambiguity, though, lies within the non-developmental roles. That is the project managers, the administrators, coordinators, or the business analysts, as I just gave an example of a journey analyst, which effectively is a business analyst, but called something different. So depending on which agile-based framework that your organization is choosing to use, and there is many, 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 and the list is growing, some examples include DSDM, Scrum, and SAFE, the roles will vary. So what better way to solve this problem than to provide you with some tips on the transitioning state of your current role to a more agile role? So here we go. Here goes a few examples of current roles that have transferable skills and what they would look like in an agile environment. So if you are a project manager, you would be responsible for the end-to-end management and delivery of project scope, time, and budget and that is fundamental for a project manager. In terms of an agile role, you may be an iteration manager, which is responsible for the team's deliverables to resolve issues and act as an escalation path. Both these roles have transferable skills because they oversee the completion of delivery requirements, they ensure that the allotted tasks are being completed, and they support the team both up and down the line, meaning they support reporting up to management, but also the team that is in the trenches doing the work day to day. So a project manager and an iteration manager are just one example of how a current role can transition to an agile role. By no means exhaustive, there are other types of roles also, but that is just one example. When we look at the role of a senior project coordinator, which often supports one or many project managers in a range of areas, including finance and risks, or a business analyst who elicits requirements and acts as an integrator between project and operations. They'll also often support testing and maybe run stakeholder workshops. Mm -hmm. Compare that to a scrum master. And the scrum master manages the day-to-day activities of the project team. It manages the backlog, which are also known as requirements, and ensures things are on track helps drive our issues and ensures alignment across the enterprise and also make sure there is alignment with other dependent teams outside their own. So as you can see with those examples, both roles coordinate project tasks. They help teams when they get stuck, although they're not responsible for the delivery like the project manager is. They check status, they balance organizational relationships and they include creating awareness of what's coming up. So if you're a senior project coordinator analyst or a business analyst, your roles could be quite transferable to the role of a scrum master. And a third example, a program manager. A program manager is ultimately accountable for what is delivered by the program or projects. It's responsible for delivery, multiple project teams, a delivery uh, to multiple project teams and also to deliver a common outcome to time, budget and scope and it may have multiple project streams and teams reporting into it. On the other hand, a product owner bridges the gap between stakeholders and the delivery teams. It owns the wider implication of any business change from an organizational perspective and defines the vision for the project and product and acts as a final arbiter of disagreements between team members. Ultimately, the product owner is accountable for the product whereas a program manager is accountable for the project. But as you can see, both roles are accountable for what is delivered as they are actively involved in the beginning and the end and really are the facilitator of those inputs and outputs. Now, program managers typically have a lot more depth and breadth around project management skills, but these are things that could easily be learned or transitioned into a product owner role. So there are some examples of how your current role Could transition to an agile role and some of the transferable skills. One thing I wanted to shout out about is how not to be agile. If you are not cut out for agile, and I do speak to a lot of people and there is a lot of fear when it comes to agile, but often people are led to believe that they will be out of a job. (coughs) Bless me that they now have to spend a lot of money learning new skills, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, it's really good to upskill. I think there's a lot of uh, training out there that provides some deep down knowledge of the Agile environment, but you don't need to start with that. You've probably got a lot more skills than you realize. One thing you should know is that a lot of your existing capabilities are transferable and can naturally fit within an Agile environment. Likewise, on the other hand, There is a lot of things people should unlearn if they are to be truly agile. And these include things such as fixed mindset and lack of curiosity, being rigid and inflexible. And we know a lot of people that have these traits. Uh, Having a one-size-fits-all approach, uh, not being a team player. Agile is all about team and collaboration and not having that sort of mentality of being inflexible and not wanting to be a team player. Being unable to adapt quickly. This is very common in the larger organizations compared to those of their smaller counterparts. And also having no sense of urgency. Just taking your time. These are all things that don't collaborate well with Agile. So there are many things that need to be learned and unlearned. And as long as you're open to change, are curious and are wanting to learn, are willing to fail and be flexible in your approach, You have the right starting steps to become more Agile. And to learn more, make sure you download our This is Agile pocketbook that covers everything in Agile from start to finish. You can download that on our website. Just go to www.agilemanagementoffice.com and you will find that on our website underneath the Agile Ideas Publications tab. So there you have it. They are some of the things to think when you are talking about being more agile than you think. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this with someone or rate it if you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on social media and to stay up to date with all things agile ideas. Go to our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel or be inspired today. Until next time, What's your Agile idea?